Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Speaking of which, this weekend, of course, is a little mom and pop pay-per-view called WrestleMania. We're going to be WrestleMania. Never heard of it. WrestleMania. Yeah, it's a little indie promotion called Dab yeah. E. Upstart, upstart company. Yeah, some big stuff happening over there in the the new WWE. Uh, we're going to be doing our live reactions to their very first pay per view, WrestleMania's nights one and two. WrestleMania thirty eight, night one and two. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so we're going to be checking the yeah, thirty eight, and we're going to be checking that out live, doing our live reactions. That should be a lot of fun. Of course, NXT stand and deliver earlier in the day. That's when I'm probably going to be eating a donut. And uh, enjoying some nice coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we're not going to be live streaming that. But we'll certainly be watching. We will be uh, we'll cover giving you. following Monday. Oh, yeah. We're going to cover it for sure. And yeah. then uh, uh, in this episode, we're going to be giving you soft predictions. Preliminary. Preliminary predictions. To let you guys know where we're at right now. But, of course, the new month of Big Red Predictions is starting with Stand and Deliver. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to be getting those numbers in. Uh, before the show actually yeah. starts, we might do them at the end of our, our Mania predictions video. That'll be at Friendo Club TV probably Friday morning, or maybe we'll just post them on Twitter like we did uh, with our Impact Sacrifice picks before the show. We'll see. Only it going in raw. Like we have to be like the 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 podcast with the largest audience, where so much of what we do is on the fly like that. Yeah. Our, for having known the thing is we've known each other so long that we don't really feel the need to communicate all that much. 
Have you noticed that? Like, it's like, eh, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. No, usually. The usually thing it all works yeah. out. And the thing about you and I is that there's rarely any surprises. So it's yeah. like, you'll text me, hey, are we going to do this? Yeah, I figure we do it that way. Yeah. yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Also, hey, you want to do this? Yeah, I was thinking we'd do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we'll just announce it whenever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I it's probably what you said, putting those predictions at the end of. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll we'll do do we'll do that video tomorrow probably. Makes most sense. So to Makes most sure with us. Yeah. So that's good. Um no, we're not going to be doing Supercard of Honor is not going to be included in the big red predictions because like I think there's going to be a bunch more matches that we just have no idea is going to be on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also it's it's going up against uh I mean Friday is a busy wrestling night as is. You got SmackDown, you got Rampage, you have like Supercard eight different GCW shows. I know. So we got to have to be kind of And also later in the month, must say whatever everything that's up for predictions in April. It's going to be Stand Deliver, of course, both nights of Mania. It's going to be uh, New Japan Hyper Battle because, mm-hmm. like, there's six title matches on that card. Yeah. It's going to be Impact Rebellion, and mm-hmm. then it's going to be Triple Mania. Oh, that's Rahia exciting. three that's going to at be the a end blast. of the month. Yeah. The wild card show where anybody can make up ground. Well, that's the great thing about it is that, like, I can walk into it, which I probably anybody. will, I mean, 15 few, points down. Yeah. And and then and or the enforcer can walk in fifteen points down and then just make it all up. Yep. You know. Uh, so that's that should it's be great to have that at the end. And that one we're definitely doing a live watch along yeah. for. That should yeah. be wild fun. That should be really cool. Um. All right. So with all that out of the way, we're going to talk about the go home episode of Stand and Deliver of NXT 2.0. We had some developments, but first we've got a couple of bits of news, including. Uh, an unlikely return to WrestleMania, or what we thought would be an unlikely return to WrestleMania, Shane McMahon, Larson, uh, what? What? So uh, we haven't heard much about Shane McMahon since reports surfaced following this year's Royal Rumble that he had been essentially told to go home, yeah. relieved of his duties. Get out of here. Like no longer involved in creative plans with WS. You're out of here. Uh, after butting heads with Vince, his dad, while helping with the creative aspect, booking the men's Rumble match. So since then, haven't heard much about it. Yesterday, PW Insider reported that we might be seeing Shane back in the WWE very, very soon. This is what they said. Quote, WWE is bringing Shane McMahon in for WrestleMania 38 this weekend. PWInsider.com has confirmed multiple sources. There's no word at this time whether McMahon will be appearing on the pay-per-view yet but we are told he will be in town for the entire WrestleMania weekend. So if you go back to those reports of him essentially get, getting told to go home, there are two potential opponents for Shane listed for Mania. One, which I guess is the one Shane was lobbying for, Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Two, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is, in fact, facing a mystery opponent mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. We all assume, and it's been reported as such, that that opponent will be Cody. Yeah. Now, is this a new story that WWE is floating out there? They've been known to, put, to do that. To put doubt in people's mind, yeah. knowing that it has been reported that Shane, at one point, the plan was Shane and Seth. To throw doubt in people's mind to make Cody's appearance not as predictable and obvious. I have a different theory. Okay, hit me with it then. He is going to get involved in the Austin Theory thing. That's my theory, which kind of makes sense. All the math seems to. So they book Austin Theory very strong. Mm-hmm. They want him to be really strong. 
Pat McAfee kind of has to win this match, though, because it's WrestleMania. You need a big feel-good moment. He's a massive celebrity. And how are you going to get there? I mean, look, he doesn't have to win. He could totally lose. But, like, how would you get to Pat McAfee winning if that's the way they wanted to go? Shane McMahon. If Shane wanted to do Austin Theory in the first place, the big story with Austin Theory is he's aligned with Vince McMahon. Vince yeah. McMahon is saying, you yeah. need to apologize or else you're going to lose your job maybe or be suspended or we'll take away your WrestleMania dream. This is about Pat McAfee's WrestleMania dream. Mm-hmm. Kind of stands to reason that just having the match isn't going to be enough of a dream. He needs to fulfill it and he needs to win. But Austin Theory's booked really strong and he's a superstar that they want to do big things with. That much is clear. So... Either Shane comes in as a proxy for Pat McAfee at the last minute, which I don't think would play into his dream either, or he just helps even the odds. He's the inf- he's like a special enforcer for this match, and he kind of ends up screwing over Austin Theory somehow. I don't know. I, I, I would think that that would be a much bigger crowd-pleasing moment than oh, yeah. him taking the spotlight from what we are all- that entire place is going to be chanting Cody's name. If Cody yeah, doesn't I show up, I know it's going to be a massive fart. It is. Massive it's going to be a fart. And I'm not. I'm not suggesting fart. that they. They. They are. I don't think Shane's going to be facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I'm not. I don't mean to suggest that. No, it's I a good. That's doubt. what everybody's been talking about, though. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I doubt there's going to be any sort of swerve where Shane comes out first, only for Cody to be actual, uh, the actual opponent of Seth. Well, I, think, I. I guess that's more likely than Shane facing Seth, but. They could have your situation happen, but still have this story floating out here in advance to get people talking oh, about, yeah. you know, oh, wow. It was the possibility of Shane Ashley being the, the mystery opponent. For yeah, him, so. no, you're you're absolutely right. They could have they they probably could have figured out a way to do this on the down low. Maybe it's WWE. They leak everything. Um, but uh, that that's a distinct possibility. They're putting this out there knowing that people are going to be like, oh, wait, maybe it's not Cody. Um but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible that he does show up, you know, Seth, Seth's supposed to have a match and then Shane shows up and, you know, we had joked about this, I think on over. Yeah, we did on, yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on our yeah, bonus yeah. episode. We joked that they're going to recreate the old WCW Shane McMahon thing where he's like, uh, you know, the, the name I, I purchased a new elite promotion, dad, and yeah. the name does say McMahon, but it says Shane McMahon and they yeah. just make a fake AEW, which is a stupid idea and they, they would never do that. But. Shane, well, I wouldn't say never. Shane could be well. They could kind of do it, you know, in in spirit, if you will. Shane could be aligned with Cody, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, maybe they could even reference the reports that Shane tried to rebook the Rumble and they got kicked out of the company. So him and Cody are starting like an invasion angle. I mean, the invasion angle is the old invasion angle is not terribly well remembered because they didn't really have all the major players at Mm -hmm. WCW, Mm -hmm. but this could be, everybody likes a good invasion angle. And if you're drumming up interest, like, Ooh, who else might they have? And then, you know, they pick up like Marco stunt or whoever's on the free market from AEW. I don't know who would be, but, um, or could just be Cody. Cody could be the guy with Shane, who wants to take, maybe that's one reason Vince has been more involved on TV. Maybe Shane's going to come in and run an angle where he's trying to wrest control of the company away from Maybe him. we'll find that, finally find out what's in the lockbox. Yes. 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 That one reference when Shane came back, the lockbox. Lock Never mentioned it again. Never. So, we were just talking about Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania. We all presume it's going to be Cody. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, Seth Rollins, I forgot to write a little intro for this story. My bad. He was on Sports Illustrated Media Podcast, and he was asked about mentions, kind of on both sides of 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 of, of, of the aisle, if you will, WWE and AEW, mentioning their competition, mentioning the other promotion. Uh, Seth was asked about asked about that because he's mentioned John Moxley mm-hmm. on air, mm-hmm. sure on uh, WWE program, programming. Of course, AEW makes all sorts of references to WWE. This is what Seth had to say about it. Quote, to me, it's one of those things where if it's very useful, it's fine. I, don't, I didn't use a reference to Mox uh, to talk down to, some, uh, to somebody. I wasn't trying to diminish anyone's accomplishments. It wasn't like that. He's part of our story. Roman wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for Mox and I. The other side of that coin is the way that it can be used by those guys. They can do whatever they want. I find it very tacky and lowbrow personally. Ooh. I think it looks and reeks of desperation. Mm. I don't think it's anything on our television show that we need to go there and talk down about those guys. They are doing their thing and they're doing it very well and we're happy for them. I am, at least personally. Are they on our level? No. They have a long way to go to catch up to us. That's fine and they know that. They do things differently from my perspective. It's a step down for us to use it as an insult. That's my perspective. People not sh- might, may not share that opinion. <laughs> Now, if you're viewing this statement through the prism of him facing Cody, of course, Cody famously took a sledgehammer to a Triple H looking throne. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cody, I think pound for pound probably had the most WWE references um, that there were to have. And coincidentally, now Seth is saying that 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 situation is lowbrow. Tacky. Tacky. Classless. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, Seth, Seth's great, man. You know, Seth has always been a raw, raw for his company. I say good for him, man. I'm raw, raw for going in raw for the most part. Um, for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. I've also got a a very self-deprecating sense of humor. So, oh, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's fine. I don't know. What do you think about all this? I, I I mean, there's not much to be made about this other than, He's shooting hard. With, no, he's shooting hard, man. Shooting hard. Yeah, sh- yeah sure. Shooting hard. Shooting kind hard. of in character. Yeah. That is his WrestleMania opponent. That's the extent of it. Well, now here's the thing, though. I, I, I think this is totally just Kobe. What's his last name? Lopez. Lopez. Like, yeah, of course, dude. He's always been like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, been. Like, look, generally, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't mind it so long as he doesn't direct whatever resentment, uh, anger towards the fans who are curious about the product. That's when I'm like, dude, you got, and that's, I oh, yeah, he, no, he, yeah, he acknowledged that and he kind of stepped back. Yeah. Seemingly, you know? Yeah. But he can, when he yeah. was, when he's taking fans to task for being curious about the inner workings of the industry, mm-hmm. uh, these are just fans who are interested in the process. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, but this, this is fine. I, I think yeah, that I I, he it. probably really feels this way too. Like, I don't think this is just character. I think that him, you know, he's taking advantage of the situation that totally, you know, he's totally. totally facing Cody. But, uh, but yeah, you know, um, that's cool, and he's he's actually incredibly he's he's much more diplomatic, I feel, than his character would be. Yeah, you know, yeah. when when he's talking about this stuff. But uh, but yeah, Seth Seth loves to fucking do that shit, man. He, he does. Do he does. Stuff. All right, I guess we got to talk NXT now. Before we get to the episode, let's let's kind of do as you mentioned our our unofficial soft predictions for soft, Stand Deliver soft predictions this Saturday, one p.m. Soft. Eastern. 10 a.m. Pacific. I think that's when the main card kicks off. I guess pre-show probably kicks off an hour prior. Uh, we got seven matches on the card. Let me get some donuts. Let me get some get coffee. Some 
Coffee I'm sounds sit, good. Uh, probably in my living room. I need a new TV mm. for my bedroom, man. Lacey's super anti, though. I'm like, Lace, I want a 70-inch for the bedroom. That might be too much. Don't be anti, man. Right now, I've got 42 in there. What's the matter with another three feet? Quite a bit, actually. Now, if you said 50, 55, it'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. 70, too maybe. Much. You already got a 70. You I'm not saying much. 85, man. I'm surprised you're not. Why don't you get 85 for your living room, move the 70 to your bedroom then, huh? Revelation. <laughs> All yeah. right, man. So Upgrade upgrade where you watch the most TV. Uh, yeah, no, it's not a terrible idea. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk <laughs> so, about these. So next time Lacey gets upset, counter with that. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, she's buying all these tools to make her jewelry now. Yeah. So I'm like, me suggesting buying a six hundred dollars because you can get that shit for cheap these days. Like yeah, six hundred yeah. bucks, you get like a Pretty giant reasonable. TV. I know, I know. And she's like, but I can use that for this, and I'm like, well, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's not, you know, a new blowtorch isn't gonna, you know, show me Star Trek Discovery in Max mm-hmm. HD, mm-hmm. 4K. Yeah, no, I understand that point of view. I want to see every pixel, man. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, let's talk about the first up. Uh, what is this tag match? Tag, yeah, the women's tag titles. Yeah, on so the line against two people who did not win the Dusty Cup. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, for the last year plus, like we're at each other's throats. Yeah. Um, so we got Gigi Dolan, J.C. Jane, of course, champions taking on the newly reunited. Happened during this episode, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during the course of the episode, we saw that Wendy Chu had apparently been taken out by Toxic Attraction. 
mm-hmm. saw like her her pillow all ripped up her ring gear mm-hmm. and later on they were throwing the stuff in from her pillow and then they had her her cup and they chucked that on the in the ring too mm-hmm. so i don't know how wendy chu is going to play into the outcome of this match per se is she going to try to help raquel and dakota win mm-hmm. or is she going to try to help them and inadvertently cause them to lose mm-hmm. and then we have this because it'd be kind of weird if raquel and dakota went uh, uh, were friends again mm-hmm. out of nowhere won the tag titles just for wendy chu to be left behind you yeah. know she's yeah. the one that got to go to kai to this point yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. she can accept friendship again mm-hmm. so i kind of feel like until that story plays itself out, you really can't have Raquel and Dakota get the win here. I got, I got a, a Gigi and JC right now, unofficial, two confidence points. I'll put it this way: I'm looking at this card. I'm going to change a lot of these, mm-hmm. probably. Um, I will go. I, I'll just go the other way that you just said. I think it's you know because you just outlined two scenarios which will play out very differently. I think Wendy Chu has proven to be um, a face. If she's going to get involved in this, it's not going to be against the people. It's going to be against the people who beat her up. Totally. And totally. and she has been very uh, in character, very accepting uh, of of Dakota Kai and her eccentricities. And I think she'd like to see these two get along and be friends and be champions together. So uh, I'm saying that Wendy Chu does, in fact, get involved. I think it's going to be a bad night for Toxic Attraction. In fact, this is going to be uh, uh, a bit of a, a, I guess, a canary in the coal mine, if you will, where Toxic Attraction, Toxic Attraction is going to lose those titles. And then later on, if if they keep the tag titles, Mandy's retaining. If they lose the tag titles, Mandy's dropping that main title because it's going to be all or nothing for Toxic Attraction. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, then we got the North American title ladder match. Participants are, of course, Carmelo Hayes. You got uh, Cameron Grimes in there now. He won the uh, last chance triple threat match. Mm-hmm. You got Santos Escobar. You Grayson got Grayson Waller. Waller. You got Solo Sokoa. Yeah. So I got everybody. Uh, I that's think five. so. It's five, right? I think that's it. Mello, Cameron Grimes, Waller, Solo, and uh, Santos. Santos, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you're, I'm looking at your thing right here. It says Mellow One. That's probably the smart way to go. They, he is, he is synonymous with that North so, American Championship. So right. I don't know if you noticed this during the show. I think during either the main event of the match before the main event, they announced a WrestleMania panel of NXT that's happening after Stand Deliver. And so on that panel were Shawn Michaels, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Cora Jade. And MSK, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're all in title matches earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing they're all walking to that panel as champions. Um, boy, you're really you're going all in on that, huh? <laughs> what is it? you said? Cora Jade, Mello, MSK, and uh, Braun Breaker. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's where you get MSK with five over here in the next one. I don't want to put five on that, but <laughs> but I, you put five on it. But I'm less confident in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next match: Walter versus LA Knight. Walter seven confidence points, most confident. You know, here's here's the case for. Uh, well, yeah. Never mind. That's a stretch. Uh, Walter versus LA Knight. Yeah, Gunther. Walter. Seven. Seven. All the confidence on Walter. 
There's not anything on here that's more. Yeah, God, you're right. These are these are kind of all up in the air, to be know, honest with you. I know. That's why that's the way things go. Is I have five on MSK to win those tag titles. Creed Brothers ain't winning. Whoever attacked them is going to cost them this match, whether it's pretty deadly. So uh, during the show, uh, Brutus Creed got a text and he says, do you know where the 781 area code is? It's New York I looked City. it up. It's Boston. Oh, it's Boston? It's Boston. Really? Yeah, at least where I, according to Google is Boston. Google. Um Boston, what's going on in Boston? I don't know. Is Ed Edwards coming to the NXT? Um Or uh, maybe Mike maybe Bennett? maybe Boston is a New England reference. <laughs> they're be. from yeah, England. I don't know. They are. <laughs> They've turned it into New England. But, you know, like the assumption that we've made is that's pretty pretty <laughs> deadly. Edwards. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, totally. So since Imperium got the win last night, just going by go home math plus MSKs on this panel, mm-hmm. <laughs> new tag champs. Wait, you said it's a seven, one, eight, right? It's seven, eight, one. Oh, seven, eight, one. I thought it was seven, one, eight. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. <clears throat> Again, unofficial. How many how, you you have Imperium here? How many confidence points? You so Burr Winning says it was seven one eight. That's what I read too. And that's I, what a couple listen, people. I listened saying. to it. I watched it and listened back again. I'm pretty sure he said seven eight one. I could be misremembering this though. Well, it's either Boston or New York, depending on uh, All right, if you're well, Larson or me in chat. Either way, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Either way, pretty deadly doesn't fit. I was like, he's like, what is this uh, plus one, nine, and, you know, like international area code right here? Anyways, yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah, so um, you're probably right about that. Uh, they're, they're... Oz Cody says Larson watching NXT and other mentioned. Like, I went to double check. I swore he said 781. I believe you. Look, I believe you. It's Boston because it kind of doesn't matter. Um, as far as, as far as, uh, 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 what are we talking about right now? Yeah. We got Gunther winning. Yeah. The tag match. They're really booking Imperium strong these days. Gunther's going to win that match. Yeah. So my preliminary, I'll have to do a little bit more thinking on this. My preliminary would be, uh, Imperium's going to win this. Yeah. MSK really has no right to win this. They like no, to sort whatsoever. of shove themselves into this. None whatsoever. Yeah. I know. Again, yeah. I'm going off who's on that panel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next up, this will be interesting, man. Let's talk about this next one. Tommaso Champa, no one will survive. Or wait, now it's like fight forever or something, right? Uh, and then versus Tony D'Angelo. Now Champa keeps on talking about this. Was this promo of his was like the most definitive goodbye? But we both know that's totally still up in the air, right? Well, I mean, this was also like his fourth or fifth uh, goodbye message. You yeah, know? I know. It's like this fourth or fifth time he's dropped this particular uh, version of this promo. I know, but this time he had a chair that he put nicely, and it had like the his end date and his beginning date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what his la- the last time he said goodbye, of course, was against Braun Breaker. Yes, and uh, and you know, obviously, he went out on his back. Mm-hmm. You have Tony D'Angelo with four confidence points. I assume because. The, the 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 standard sort of thing you do is if you're going out, you go out on your back. Tony D'Angelo, they really seem to like him, which I, mm-hmm. I still have a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that they seem to like Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh, and that he's not just sort of a joke meme character. Uh, so you might be right on this, and I'll probably end up going with that just to be safe. 
But is there any chance they give Champa sort of the champions goodbye? He gets to win and I say goodbye. I thought that too. That's why. That's why I didn't put more confidence on Tony D'Angelo. Because you'd think you're on your way out, you go out on your back. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'd knows? probably, I'll probably swap this thirty-two. I'll probably swap this one for the uh, for the Cora Jade win. I think I'll put four on Cora Jade. All right. All right. I'm just hesitant to put a ton of confidence points on like. A multi-person match, you know. Well, I just feel like, look, if I'm going to go with Raquel and Dakota, I got to go. Then all you got to go baby. all in on one way or the other. And yeah, here's that's the true. Thing, Larson, here's the thing: we got AAA coming up. I, I could make it up. I could just, I could just fuck off all of this month, and then once AAA comes around, bang, get all my points back. Could and also there's a lot of points on the line for uh, for uh, Mania too. Oh yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I know, but you know what? I get the feeling that we're going to be going a lot of the same direction in Mania. Entirely possible. So that might not be as sort of decisive. As uh, as we think, we have an entire conversation. This is what happens. Dude. Okay, I guess it, so. I'm watching the closed captioning here, and it's just seven one eight. An entire conversation about area codes in our chat. This is what yeah, happens. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching it again, real fast. Okay, have at it. This, this is gonna blow. Okay, so mind. so he says seven eight one. Closed captioning says seven one eight. Did I watch this in closed captioning? Seven eight one seven one eight. Here, I'll watch it one more time. Okay. Some sort of weird like alter. You have like Xfinity from a different dimension. Yeah, he says seven eight one. That's so weird that me and everybody else would have heard it as seven. Can anybody else? Does anybody else in chat have this? This is the stupidest conversation we've ever had. It's these details that may matter though. It means it may be a hint of who it is. It's not Ed Edwards, man. It's not going to be Ed Edwards. Why Brownie says I heard. Okay, well, no, he okay. All right, so what's the uh, time code? What's the time code of that? Oh, I just closed it. Oh well, here I can just look it up in the thing. Yeah, in our notes, it is biggest one one hour and forty six minutes, almost exactly. One hour into the show. Six minutes. Okay. Uh, I got Cora with uh, uh, three confidence points. It's kind of feel like, yeah, uh, Yo and Kaylee Ray, uh, uh, they'll kind of take each other out. Yeah. And then Cora will get that win over Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think that it's I think it's time. I think that dude, toxic attraction has been the focal point of the show for six months now. Mm-hmm. Like ever since 2.0 became a thing, they have been the thing. It's time, man. I, if if Cora Jade, because Cora Jade did, hasn't she had like a title? Uh, yeah, she had she, a title match against. I think she she was in the triple threat. It was her and Raquel against Mandy. That's right. I don't know how many more times. Oh, here we go. Let's go ahead and let's let's listen to this. And then the main event, well, you do that. Dolph versus Braun Breaker. Braun's got to get this. He's got to get this, t- this title back. I got six confidence points on Braun getting this. <laughs> yeah, dude. He says, uh, he says 718. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> It's so weird. Anyways, uh, moving on. Where Braun, are we? Braun, six confidence points. Braun. Uh, Braun Breaker. 
What are you? What's your? What's your reasoning behind that? Because I agree. I just I just feel like the story is, as I mentioned before, Dolph is a representative of of the main roster, who portrays NXT as being minor leagues, mm-hmm. and they're going to have Braun beat him, dispelling that notion that NXT is the minor leagues, and that they are not ready for main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. I loved I loved Dolph's thing yesterday when he was like, you know, yeah, they probably got Braun doing local Florida. As if like NXT does like house shows or something. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, they got them doing local Florida. I'm doing the big leagues." And it showed him on Corey Graves' podcast and the bump, you know, <laughs> and the, the bump WWE show. I know. Like, what are you talking about? But he did have like there was a write up on him. I think in I don't say it's like Sports Illustrator or something today. So mm. it seemed like he was doing some some amount of national stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think um, he was. I think he was. I think they're they're really hoping that him being in this match is going to get people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, you know, Braun will have uh, a two-time NXT champion to his name. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's a big deal. This mm-hmm. is going to be the main event. They want to go out on a high note. Yeah, totally. Braun, Braun Breaker makes all the sense in the world here. You know, another reason I'm thinking about it some more, another reason you can make the case that Dakota and Raquel are going to win is Core's own history with Raquel. They could have this thing now after this where you have Raquel and Dakota with the tag belts, Core with the main a women's title. I just don't know how, again, how Wendy Chu fits into all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, so anyways, let's talk about last night's NXT. Uh, I thought the show was fine. It was just a standard episode of NXT. I'm mm. sort of, I'm coming around to it. Like there's, there's a good mix of shit that's fun to make fun of. And then like actual good shit. The main event was really good. Yeah. The main event was stellar. It was stellar. Were you, I mean, when Cameron Grimes gave his whole woe is me video package and then interview, I was like, oh man, he's going to fucking win this thing, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, A-Kid just showed up. He'll have plenty of time. He's putting on fantastic performances. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a matter, you know, they'll they'll rebrand him um, as Matador. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fine. What did you think of NXT last night? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it is, it's, it's, this is what I expect from NXT on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know, it, the way it's kind of set up now is much how, like, NXT UK used to be, like, in this first year as a weekly television show, mm-hmm. where they would just have matches that are kind of lightly motivated um, that were usually pretty short, and they give you a really good main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of the template, and that seems to be what NXT 2.0 is doing now. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a bunch of crap for the first—not I mean literal garbage. I just mean a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. for the first hour forty-five minutes, and they'll give you a good twenty-minute main event. Yeah, yeah, they. Are, I mean, it seems like the you know the crowd's really gelling. The uh, the the characters are starting to come together a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I you know, man, I've always been not enthusiastic. It's it's it has been difficult for me to get past, and this is this is just me. The aesthetic presentation. Yeah. It's a God ugly show. It it's is. just, it looks a- ugly and amateurish. And then on top of that, they're probably getting to the point now where you got the same crowd in there. It's the same thing happened with NXT 1.0. You get the same crowd in there every single week and you don't get anything new from them. And they, they start to have their, you know, quirks and proclivities and it makes for the atmosphere, except when, for when LA Knight's out there. They love LA Knight and yeah, they, they do, do chant for Walter um, <clears throat> and do. not Gunther. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's good and bad, but, uh, but yeah, overall it's, it's a relatively enjoyable 
show, and it is it is an outlet to to main roster. So you know, it, it, again, it's sort of it is what it is. It does yeah. I, as I said before, it doesn't do anything better that you can't get anywhere else. Um, any you can get whatever they do, you can get it anywhere else better. But in terms of just being, hey, I want to see what they're going to do with the future of WWE. Solid show. Like, it's a two-hour show. You watch it once a week, and you don't really have to pay attention to main roster stuff. Mm. Five hours of that and get endless mm. reca- recaps and commercials. And XT 2.0 is actually a fairly well-booked and well-paced show. Yeah, for the most part. The pacing issues that often kind of plague SmackDown and usually Raw mm-hmm. uh, doesn't really occur in, in 2.0. Yeah, nothing. It's still, it's still a far cry from uh, WB's best weekly television show, which is, of course, NXT UK. NXT UK. Absolutely. So this week's 2.0 started off with Imperium versus MSK and LA Knight six-man tag action. Uh, we had a bit of a, a, a remember that moment in Citizen Kane where they just cut to that bird going Crah! really loud. Yeah. They yeah. had a moment like that at the beginning of this where Walter gets jumped from behind, but the camera's really low and it's on him in his grand entrance, and then he just comes tumbling into the camera. Yeah. It looked like fake Walter, like that really wasn't Walter because it was, he was, it was backlit. You know, mm-hmm. the whole yeah. scene was backlit and, and Imperium was all member. All the members of them were backlit. So you couldn't really tell if it was Walter or not. Or like, you know, Malcolm Bivens or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, fun enough match. Uh, we didn't get enough Walter chops in it. However, hopefully they're saving that for Stan the liver. Um, in the end, though, uh, let me see what the finish is. So, so Eichner tags himself in and then Nash Carter rolls up Marcel Bartel thinking he's still the legal competitor. Ref says, no, mm-hmm. he is like uh, someone else tagged in. So Eichner just hits Carter with a massive clothesline, pins him to get the win. And then Imperium walks up the ramp. Uh, Creed brothers come out, stand between them and their way at, back uh, stage. And they all kind of look at each other confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai promo. Kaylee Ray says that uh, she says, you know, Manny thinks she's the greatest NXT women's champ in history. She says, uh, we knew, uh, so, so she knew, knew that they, they'd accept, yeah. yeah, that she'd accept our challenge to make the, make it a fatal four way. Uh, EO says, uh, herself and Kaylee Ray came together to get payback. Kaylee Ray says, we're no strangers to being champions. And, uh, uh, she says, when I'm champ here, I won't need help to keep my title. I'll make sure the titles around the best competitor in the world. And EO says, yeah, you're right. It's going to be mine. So I'm going to win on Saturday, even if that means beating you. Kaylee Ray says, I'd like to see you try. So, yeah, they're going to take each other out of the match. Mm-hmm. Even Cora J did uh, beat uh, Mandy Rose on her own. Probably. Uh, next, we got Dakota Kai. She's walking backstage. She's looking for Wendy Chu. And she finally comes upon uh, her ring gear just all over the floor. Her, you know, like body pillow ripped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's, she's concerned mm-hmm. yep. about Wendy Chu. Yeah, as she should be. It looked like she got mm. murdered. Uh, after that, we had Ivy Nile versus Tiffany Stratton. Of course, they reference uh, what happened last week when Tiffany Stratton uh, took uh, Saray's magical amulet away from her. And so you knew that was going to play into this. Sure enough, it did. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, oddly, was sort of on the – honestly, Ivy Nile should completely – this would have been a squash match. Uh, but Tiffany Stratton seemed to be on the verge of beating Ivy Nile when Saray shows up, appears on the apron – Gets the distraction. Uh, Stratton is distracted and then looks for a slam on Ivy. Ivy reverses that into a dragon sleeper, gets the win. Yep. That no, really get... should have been no con. That should have been Ivy Nile. Just like she could have been like, hey, Saray, you you're not needed here. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Uh, then we got Tommaso Ciampa dropping a promo. He says, for a long time, NXT has been a sanctuary, a place for him to connect. So let's connect. He says, when I first came to NXT, I had so much to prove to my peers, my to my fans, my critics, and to myself. Now it's been a long journey filled with the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And he says, you, the fans, have uh, been a part of it all. And whether they realize it, something as public as winning a title or injuring his neck, or something as private as his wife having five miscarriages, that and with so the eventual... Sad. Yeah, with the eventual birth of his daughter, every obstacle, every triumph, every tragedy, the fans were as constant. Says together they overcame. They created black and gold magic. Now he hears all the whispers. Stand deliver may be the end of an era. In Dallas, let's create that magic one final time. And he gets up in his chair, uh, has the, the I think nine nine fifteen the day mm-hmm. he started NXT, mm-hmm. and then the date of stand deliver. Yep, April second. Yep, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, and yeah, I thought it was a really effective, uh, promo. I liked the bit where he, you know, places the chair nicely with the, mm-hmm. with the dates As opposed on to tossing it, which is what you'd normally do. Yeah. <laughs> a nice little arts and craft project for him. Went to Michael's, got some cardboard or some cardstock or whatever. Glue. Uh, double stick tape, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, after that, we had a Dolph Ziggler video package. Is this the one where he was talking about Braun Breaker does local media? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah, Dolph's media tour. Yeah. On the bump and Corey Graves podcast. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, after that, we had a Cora Jade video package. This really sold me. <laughs> I was like, man, that video package right there. <laughs> She's winning so this, this thing. So this convinced you as much as that little banner for the the the, the, the NXT WrestleMania panel. Uh, <laughs> hey, you might be onto something there, man. That's some that's some next level Sherlock Holmes type shit you pulled out. Or that's some serious telegraphing on the on the part of NXT. <laughs> Could be as well. Uh, next up, we had Legato Del Fantasma versus Briggs and Jensen. This was really fun. When I was watching Briggs in this match, I was like, damn. This is both going to be – I think this. I think they're going to end up being a really good tag team. Yeah. Briggs could have been a really fantastic singles guy. I mean, I he know. was. He still like, could he, be. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was like the last Evolve champion, I think. Um, but uh, – but yeah, uh, he he he's a lot of fun, man. That big choke slam there at the end uh, was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. That led to the finish. Jensen comes in. They hit their finisher on Legato del Fantasma. Briggs and Jensen picks up the win here. There was a bit where uh, Fallon uh, and Electra Lopez go at it as well, mm-hmm. uh, furthering their story. After that, we had this terribly acted Indian Persia shit backstage. <sighs> This was it's so bad because like it it'd be like if you and I were in a skit where we had to actually do dialogue because usually when we do skit stuff, it's improv. Yeah. Um, Or or we'll just like if it's here's a little. So we're we're about to do the skit for the predictions thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And like we have a script written out. Well, I know how you're going to work on this and I know how I'm going to work on this. I'm going to just read the lines <laughs> off the screen. Yeah, well, this lights like the Brando way. Brando used to have cue cards. Yep, yep. It's high um, modern tradition. You can't remember your lines, you read them. Yeah, exactly. But if it's you and me and we had a script and we had to memorize it, it'd be as bad as this. Mm-hmm. So Indy asks, and on top of that, the subject material is so stupid. So really Indy asks uh, if uh, Duke's chest is all cut up from Walter's chops. Persia says, it's mostly healed up. I've been rubbing lotion on a sexy chest all week. Indy says, ew, that's gross. Pidgey says, Duke will make up for it during the Mania weekend in the Big D. And Indy says, that D stands for Dexy. And uh, uh, Persia says it stands for Big Duke Energy. 
He says, don't be jealous when Dusha is the talk of the entire weekend. Is there a is there a worse name in like wrestling for a faction, a group, a team than Dusha? No, there's not. It's really bad. It's really bad, it's man. It's really bad. It's really, really Dusha. bad. Uh, so Indy says, no, it's all going to be about NXT's hottest couple index. Persia suggests, well, let's let the W Universe decide who the hottest couple is in Dallas. I don't know if they're going to have a segment I, during I, Stand Deliver. Are they gonna, is it going to be like two couples on a couch type situation? What's going to happen? I don't know what they're going to do. Don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Don't know. I mean, I'll be out. Look, just from my eyes, looking at both couples, to me, it is Index or the hotter couple. What do you think? I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get. Look, serial killers, they're horrible, but oftentimes very sexy. Dexter Loomis, sexy man. Indy, sexy lady. Persian Duke, I don't know. They got more suburb vibes to me, man. <laughs> you know what? I lost a lot of respect for Duke when he said he was a great poker player and then got worked by Cameron Grimes. Yeah, he had he had that poker room for one feud. And, and he couldn't play poker at all. Yeah. Had this poor guy, he had that poker room, and then he couldn't play, and then they ditched no. that. Then he tried to be like, oh, I'm violent uh, guy, and I'm shaving my head because I want to now, and I freaking took out that Dante Chen guy and injured him. <laughs> and then, and, and then and he gets his chest turned to hamburger by Walter. Now he's in, a, he's in a rom-com angle. I know. Where he's kind of the chump of the group. Yep. Yeah, that's not good. Anyways. No, no. Uh, after that, we had a Cameron Grimes interview. He says, I'm usually pretty confident, but tonight I'm nervous because this is the biggest match of my career. A-Kid and Roddy, well, they're great, but they don't need to win this like I do. I need to go to stand deliver because it's more than just standing on top of the ladder holding the North American title. It's about delivering on the promise to, that I made to my father. I'm not, man, I might put like one confidence point on Grimes here, man. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because that whole thing about it, it's like if it wasn't for the dad stuff, I'd be like, nah. But he's talking about his dad. Mm-hmm. It's for you, dad. He doesn't even talk like that anymore. He just talks like a regular guy. But every once in a while, he'll say, to the moon. To the moon. Good Lord. Are you going to recap this entire toxic attraction? No, you don't have to. So much talking. No, it is It is a lot of talking. So it's pretty much Mandy is like, all right, I was supposed to face Cora 101. Then EO and Kaylee Ray twisted my words. Now we're in there in the match to toxic attraction, but dominating the last six months. They're continuing to do so. 
GG gets on the mic. JC yeah. gets on the mic. They, they talk say they've about, beaten yeah. everybody. Who's left? There's no point. Uh, and then uh, that's when Dakota Kai runs to the ring. She attacks Toxic Attraction. They overwhelm her. Oh, because, sorry, uh, Gigi, she has like a, a backpack with her. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so she pours that out, and that's like stuffing it from Wendy Chu's pillow, yeah, her, yeah. her water cup, or her cup that she uses for uh, that she brings out to the ring. They killed so, her. So Dakota Kai runs out. She starts attacking Toxic Attraction. They overwhelm her. Raquel Gonzalez runs down. She takes them out. Her and Dakota Kai clear the ring, and they kind of. They're supposed to do the natural backing into each other spot, except mm-hmm. Raquel did this. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. they turn around, realize, you know, who they're they're face to face with. Raquel offers a fist bump and then Dakota like literally leaps into Raquel's arms. And, it was and a really sweet they hug. It was a really yeah. sweet moment. Yeah. I, I yeah. like this bit here. Um and then they 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 hold the uh, the tag titles up pretty high. Yeah. I mean that 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 go home math doesn't look great for them, but the circumstance is a little bit different because they're just reforming now. Exactly, exactly. Uh, after that, we had a Carmelo and Trick interview. Hey says everybody needs to put some respect on my managerial skills because I was the one who gave all these banger matches each week in these mellification matches. He says so. I'm going to be on commentary tonight, and then Grayson Walla steps in says maybe I'll be on commentary too. Look how far we've come since War Games, where I sacrificed myself to win that match. Imagine what I'll do to go viral when the North American title's on the line. And then Mel's like, uh, I can imagine what, uh, he says, uh, I can imagine what you're going to do. I can imagine, uh, he says, imagine the lengths I'll go to just to get a taste when all the A champion has to do is be himself and go viral. And Waller's going to find out the hard way is stand and deliver. And then Waller says, uh, he says, yeah, keep lying to yourself. The North American title's going to be uh, mine. And then he looks at Trick and he looks at uh, Sanga and he says, by the way, Mello, Mine's bigger, meaning his heater. But then Mellow and Trick get mad because they think he means his his D, his front area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mellow, mm-hmm. do you menscape? Uh, then we get Von Wagner versus Bodie Hayward. Uh, Jacket Time have their own commentary booth. Yeah, right. For this match, and then Sophia Cromwell, she walks like through the crowd up to the guardrail. I guess she's uh, uh, now aligning herself with Robert Stone. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Vaughn wins with his finish, and then he goes over to Jacket Time's booth, boots Kushida, grabs uh, Jiro by the lapel of his coat, chucks him over the table, puts him in the ring, hits him with his finish, takes his coat off, and then rips it. Boo. Yeah. I know. Uh, after that, we had a Tony D'Angelo video package. He's uh, at the dining table once again. This time it looks like a nice outdoor patio, perhaps, that he's at. And he talks about Champa. It's all the same shit. It's all the same <laughs> shit, yeah. Uh, then we had Joe Gacy versus Draco Anthony. Um, oh, was Quinn in the in the crowd? Yeah. Okay. Staring at Harland, yeah. Yeah. I sort of tuned out during this match. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah Gacy wins. He gets his finish. Yeah. I just, dude, anything involving... Expected. The Harlan's like Harlan. I just cannot. When Harlan shows up my on my screen, it's like a trigger for me to go to sleep. I'm like, this guy does nothing. It, it bums me out because at the beginning of 2.0, I was like, oh, Gacy, he's the guy. And then like, nope. Whatever momentum he had came to a, a, a absolute halt. He hit a wall called Harlan. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we got a Braun Breaker video package, kind of in response to the Dolph one. Yeah, this is good. You know, pretty much saying that I he. You know, lives and eats and breathes NXT, whereas Dolph, 
he's just making a pit stop here. He comes, he does what he needs to do, and then he gets out. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Pretty much. After that, we had Nikita Lyons versus Sloan Jacobs. Uh, Nikita uh, gets in a bunch of kicks and gets that awesome splits cover for the win. Everybody loves that. Uh, and then Lash Legend shows up on the Tron and says, congratulations. He says, but after standing and deliver, we have some unfinished business to take care of. And when you step to me, you're going to see that Lash is a better athlete and a better superstar than you. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. I like that Nikita Lyons, dude. I think she's pretty smooth in the ring. Yeah. Uh, then we get a Malcolm Bivens promo. He says the craziest thing about NXT is that all the people there brag about the fact that they're able to walk down the streets alone, but th- these are the same people who are afraid to face Diamond Mine one-on-one. That's tonight, but tonight we're going to solve that problem. Roderick Strong, he's going to win the uh, last chance qualifier. He's going to go on to become a two-time North American champion. On that same day, the Creed brothers become the new ch- tag champs. It's Mania weekend. And at the end of it, Malcolm Bivens will have more gold than WWE Hall of Famer Mr. T himself, and I pity the fool who wants it with Biv Nasty. Biv Nasty is a great nickname. That is great. So everybody leaves except for the Creeds, and that's when Brutus gets a text. Yeah. And he was like, do you know the 718 area code? Yeah. And the text said, good luck on Saturday. We'll be watching. Mm -hmm. And he's like, these are the guys who jumped us. (laughs) He went from like zero to 100 (laughs) right there. And Julius is like, hold on. Let's worry about stand and deliver first. Then when they show up, we'll rip their heads off. You know, I'll be honest with you. Like they're pretty natural in this. Like this felt, this felt like, you know, cause you gotta, you gotta track all their progress, right? You gotta yeah. track all the promo stuff and the backstage stuff. And, uh, you know, the creeds, they, they came off just a couple months ago. as like just sort of awkward buffoons. And, uh, I don't know. I'm really growing on those guys. Yeah. Wasn't huge. It helps, on them at first. It helps that the crowd is, has embraced them to a to a degree. Absolutely, you know, yeah. When when you see uh, performers for getting that strong of a reaction from the crowd, mm-hmm. it, you got to pay attention at least. Absolutely, no, absolutely, yeah. After that, we had a really terrific main event: Roderick Strong versus A Kid oh, versus man. Cameron Grimes. Of course, we had uh, all great. sorts of shit going on on the periphery here. We had Mello and Trick at commentary. Solo shows up at one point. Santo shows up in the crowd. Grayson shows up in Sanga. Um, so like everybody's there to witness who the other competitor is going to be in their mm-hmm. match come stand and deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out it's Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Uh, the finish saw a kid. He kips up and right away he does that. Roddy just blasts him with yeah. the jumping knee. Yeah, God, that was great. That was rad. And then Roddy hits a kid with end of heartache. He gets up, turns around. Grimes hits him with the cave in to get the win. Uh, as soon as the match ends, Trick and Mello are on the apron. Mello says, "You know, Cameron." Your pops would be proud of you, but there's no way you're walking out of stand deliver as the A champ. Santos comes in through the crowd, tells Melo to shut up on Saturday. I'm going to uh, take the North American title and bring it back to La Familia. Uh, Waller tells Santos that family doesn't matter. The image of him bringing down North American title is going to go viral. I don't like their, like, at least this week, Waller's character is just going viral. I know it's been a part of it throughout, but they just kind of reduced it to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I feel you. Like he's been, he, he's had like more ambitious goals than just yeah. being viral. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I know it's part of what he does, but seemingly this week it was all that he was. I'm disappointed they didn't show uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes going viral this past week. That's a good when point. I posted that picture of him in the room with Sammy and Ty. 
Mm-hmm. And then he said, what the heck is this? What the heck is this? <laughs> what a so great reaction. It was a fantastic reaction. So Sola <laughs> says uh, it's going to be a fight on Saturday and street champion. It's going to be the new North American champion. And Grimes says, I'm going to take the North American title to the moon. And then he punches Mello and a huge brawl breaks out. And that's how the show ends. Massive uh, brawl. White Brownie here in chat mentions, uh, he says, you guys didn't mention the little backstage segment. Oh, yeah. Ivy Nile had with. So her partner. Ooh, Tatum. I, Tatum. Tatum. Was cleaning up the diamond mine gym, and Ivy Nile was like, "Don't do that, don't yeah. do that." Said pretty much the idea was that Tatum was doing that to kind of kiss uh, ass, yeah. And Ivy says, "No, we don't kiss ass here; we kick ass." So, so he was going to clean this wanted, shit up, Brutus, maybe Julius, maybe like you know somebody new, but she is new, isn't she? Yeah, she is a newest she's member. Supposed to be but doing this stuff. I cut maybe she's like on a bit of like on a probationary period in terms of being a, 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 a full on member of Diamond Mine. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is I was Ivy gonna do it? They, it's it's all unclear. It is very that's unclear. the idea. It's like, can she do nothing right? I think that's the point. She could do nothing right. Yeah, she lost their match. It's like if she wasn't cleaning up, Ivy would be like, why aren't you cleaning up right now? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You want to get in our good graces? Yeah. I'd be like, chill out, man. Have a J. Um, we'll answer some questions now. Sure. I got a thread right here on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, first up, Alex Foster says, where will Von Wagner, Von Wagner be in five years? Somebody like clip this, please. So that we'll have it in five years. I think clips last forever. He might be in 2.0 still. I don't know. I'm going to say he's not going to be in wrestling anymore. He'll be like, okay, whatever the question is, like, where, where are the Ascension now? Mm-hmm. It's where Von Wagner's going to be because, like, I think yeah, they still be. wrestle. I think so, yeah, a little yeah. bit. But like, yeah. you don't really hear about him much. Yeah. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet: What are the odds of Braun coming out with Steiner-inspired gear this weekend? Can we get Scott's mesh headdress <gasps> this weekend? That would be cool. I mean, his singlets are all very 90s Steiner Brothers. It's like early Steiner's, yeah. But yeah. are we going to see like a big Papa Pump, like his uncle Could version? Be. Yeah. Could be. Um, or even like the the leather jacket with the big shoulder pads mm-hmm. like his dad mm-hmm. used to wear. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe his uh, his dad and his uncle will walk him to the ring. Yeah. They're going to be in town that weekend for their Hall of Fame induction. Soakin' Rose says, should I watch NXT 2.0? I haven't watched this as the first episode and rather listen to your reviews. I mean, if that's your preference. I don't know. Watch, yeah, I would. I would say just watch the main event for 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 two point oh. Watch, watch the main up. event. Just it's watch really level match. up. Why? Because it's an hour. It's an hour, and they probably do recaps. Yeah, but the main event of uh, two point oh this week was really good, and it's only twenty minutes. Yeah, they'll do like a recap of that. They'll they'll give you all the great bits in like four minutes. <sighs> level right. up, man. Uh, let's you didn't see. even watch level up, so. I because I watched 2.0. That's the whole point. Is if you don't want to watch 2.0, maybe Level Up gives you everything you need, plus a couple of cool matches. It's got it's like the Kushida show. Yeah, you big fan of Kushida? Watch Level Up. Mayor Planet Houston says, WWE decides to hold a throwback Attitude Era Raw with returning wrestlers as guests. Every wrestler who doesn't have a theme from back then gets a new theme for the night. That's a song from that time period. Good lord, this is convoluted. He says, pick a theme for some of the wrestlers. Returning every wrestler who doesn't have a theme from back then? Who, they all had themes. They back all then, had though. themes back then. 
Yeah. None of that. That doesn't make any sense, Mayor of Planet Houston. Is Mayor of Planet Houston here in the chat? What do you mean I think by so. this? I think he's here. I think so. What does this mean? Uh, Nikhil, you know, rumor has it, Friendo Club TV is going to get a level up review show. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that rumor. So if you are so interested be on the lookout. in level up, maybe. Yep. Uh, Nikhil says, do you still find the fake crowd on the LED boards behind the top row distracting? I never even noticed it. Somebody pointed out. I noticed it for a second. I went back to not noticing it. It doesn't bother me so long as I'm not paying attention to it. When I see it, because th- like as the show's gone on, the, the fake crowd has gotten larger. Yeah, right. Um, it just seems unnecessary. It seems kind of unnecessary to me. I know it's a small place. Not a lot of people there. I know the, the, the digital fans are digital fans. It To me, it's a fun little bit of business. But I will say that bothers me less than the piped-in crowd noise. I can't stand the piped-in crowd noise, but I kind of understand it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like awkward silence. I was thinking about that during the Bianca Becky segment because I was like, man, this crowd looks like they're doing nothing. And I, it does actually make me kind of feel uncomfortable when there's awkward silence during a segment that should have heat. It should have a reaction. And so in that case, I'm like, to alleviate my the, the stress I feel on behalf of the performers who are getting no reaction despite doing some cool stuff, I'm like, yeah, that makes me feel better. They need, if they're going to do that, they need to find a more organic way to do it so it's not just silence. <sighs> yeah, no. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I like, the, I like when it's... <sighs> John Cena 15 time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get the wrong video game track. Yep. That's how I prefer it. Uh, Dang MQ, which main roster superstar was, should appear in 2.0 thinking they just entered the twilight zone. If so, who else would play Rod Serling? See, the thing that I like about it, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I got this Von Wagner Bodie match on. I don't, I don't notice it as in like, it's distracting me. And it is a good little bit of business that looks like there's more people there, but it's so like subtle and, and, and it's like a subconscious thing. I dig it. I like that. I like that. It's everything else I hate. All the, the, the Jackson Pollock colors I can't sort of busk out, whoever you want to reference. All those colors I don't like. Pick, yeah. pick a color. Just yeah. stick with it. Volt. At least, yeah. There's, all Volt. There's, no, there's no Volt wrestling company, which yeah. is weird, right? I know. Does that give me an idea for whatever you're going to do with the creator wrestler stuff? You oh, wanna... trust me. I was already thinking Volt. All you got times. dibs on Volt. Yeah. Let's just lay the groundwork now. You got dibs yeah, on Volt. Give me Volt. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Was there another question? Uh, yeah. What was it? <laughs> uh, oh, so which main roster superstar should oh, appear yeah. in 2.0 thinking they just entered the Twilight Zone? If so, who plays Rod Serling? So I feel like it's got to be someone who was in NXT prior. Yeah, okay. Comes back. Oh, Sami Zayn. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Sami Zayn would be the returning. Uh, the and then Knoxville can be Rod. I think Knoxville could do a good Rod Serling. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I wonder if Killer Cross has a good Rod Serling in addition to his Jesse Ventura. That was a really good Jesse Ventura. It was, sh- it was like a shocking Jesse yeah. Ventura. God damn it, that was so good. When he referenced uh, the, golf, the Gulf of Tonkin. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston says, I meant just give modern wrestlers new themes of late 90s songs. Oh, give so modern wrestlers, wrestlers of today showing up on Throwback Attitude Era Raw with Throwback 
songs from the 90s as their theme as opposed to their current theme. This is literally just giving me a headache at this point. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Kevin Owens gets a puddle of mud. Um, <laughs> Seth Rollins gets a uh, 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 break shit by Limp Biscuit. Okay. Um, Hangman Page gets closing time from whatever that fucking band was called. Okay. Closing time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Who drinks beer? Does anybody else drink beer in uh, WWE that isn't Stone Cold? No, I don't, I don't think they're. All, that, yeah, no one does. Hangman that. is just the fucking beer guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have to think about that more. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo. How many camera cuts in the first two minutes of the show is too much? Uh, uh, so there's 120 60? seconds in two minutes. One every yeah. one every two minutes. I would, one every I would two actually seconds? say I would actually say 30. Anything 30? above 30 is is verging on too much. Good lord, man. You're yeah. What is that? Cause that's four seconds. Yeah. Got some Misan song going there, dude. Yeah. Let's just go with a one shot. It's like some fucking. Exactly. Give uh, me that. Give yeah, me the, touch of, the touch of evil. Yeah. <laughs> totally. The good fellas kitchen scene. Yeah. Uh, Cornbread Haas. Is there anyone who could believably take the title off mellow at this point? That's why you have the ladder match. So he could lose the title, not need a pin, you know? Yeah. The idea of Braun losing and mellow stepping up to take on Dolph Ziggler is intriguing to me because you've got obviously a guy that HBK loves in mm-hmm. Mello. And mm-hmm. then you've got the guy that everybody says sort of rips off HBK and Dolph Ziggler. That could mm-hmm. be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. David says, uh, considering that Dolph Ziggler got a video package that hyped him up as champion throughout his career, even though he's a mid Carter, who do you think WWE's post-production unit should do next to fabricate the fantasy? Oh, I don't know. I don't think that there's. I don't. Dolph I think, was the legit main eventer for a spell in his career. Yeah, all those accolades. None of those accolades were fake. Nope. Nope. They're you know we're kind of far removed from arguably his peak, but it's not to say at 2011, 2012, 2013, he wasn't massively over because he was. When you've had a career that has spanned as long as his, there's going to be so many ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Anyways. Uh, I mean, you could do, I guess you can kind of do the same thing with like Kevin Owens, who's won a lot of titles, but he's had a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. So there, there's, there's your answer, David. Sure. Sure. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight after AEW dynamite for our recap of that show. So join us then until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.